0: Mr. Luke Clayton, it is winter time. next up, of course, is spring, and with the changes that we've seen, unless something happens drastically, the Canadian border is going to be open, and bear seasons are going to be coming up, and I know you've know, got a fishing trip going on a little bit later on in the summer, but uh, I'll tell you what, i got a feeling there's going to be a lot of people wanting to get back up into Canada for bear hunting this year as well, too.
1: You bet. Yeah, we're going to be up there in July at the Tazin, T-A-Z-I-N, Lodge up in northwest Saskatchewan. And Trevor Montgomery, the owner of the lodge, was telling me that uh, he's got, a, I guess, a concession, if you will, an area up there that uh, has not been hunted since 2005. So oh he said uh, he he knew that uh, Mr. Whitetail is, is coming with me. He said, now, make sure and tell Larry about this. So, yeah, who knows? You may be up there before then hunt, hunting bear. I I know I can't make it until summer, but you may be up there with a big old uh, Saskatchewan bear before then. Who knows, you know?
0: I'll, I'll try to get in touch with them. You know, i tell you what, bear hunting in the springtime, of course, a lot of those areas, such as Saskatchewan, there's there's baiting. Now, if you go over into British Columbia, where I've hunted a paramount in the past, over on Vancouver Island, and also over on the mainland, there is no baiting there. So it's all spot and stock. But uh, uh, they could find out more about those kind of places, you know, the tourism, uh, like Quebec, tourism, Saskatchewan. The GOABC, which is the uh Guide and Outfitters Association of British Columbia, they handle things, too, for Alberta and some of those other uh, provinces up there as well, too. But Those are great sources to find out about you know, what kind of bear hunts are available, the outfitters, and the seasons, and the requirements of, of getting up to to hunting bear. But, you know, bear hunting, to me, is, is a great amount of fun, particularly during the springtime, and, and I've hunted them on baits and, i hunted them spot and stock. And here in the States, I've hunted them with it, chasing hens. And and like even on sitting on water holes now, I, I want to come back to the spring thing, Luke, but I know that in the past you outfitted in Colorado. And there during the archery season, uh, those were across the counter tags, if you will, and and some of your guys that came up and hunted uh, elk with you also hunted bear, did they, not?
1: They did, Larry. Uh, Yeah, so many bear up in northern Colorado. We were up in, uh, well, the Route uh, uh, National National Forest Forest is right there, close to where the private ranch that we hunted. And uh, Steamboat Springs was only, you know, 14, 15 miles away. So the bear were probably, I haven't been up in that area uh, hunting for three years. We, I, we stopped, I, I decided I was too old to be an elk guide, you know. <laughs> but anyway, we, we stopped that. The guy still leased, leased the ranch uh, and just hunted as a private endeavor, you know. But um, yeah, the bear, uh, a lot of the elk, the, the big focus was always the elk but a mo- lot of the guys decided they wanted to go and you just go to the department of uh resources there and uh and buy an, uh i think a couple hundred dollars or something like that right, at the right. time uh, uh like a uh nuisance bear they they needed to thin the bear and uh bear hunting in the fall was was really really way way easier than 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 elk hunting <laughs> you know just like you'd mentioned, Larry said on a water hole um these were really stock tanks we could call them they were also right, right. elk wallows and and bear swimming pools <laughs> is what they were That's exactly uh, right but but you take uh early september during the archery elk season up there uh, you know the temperature might get up to 80 it may or it may it may be snowing but you never know about that in the mountains but uh it, it would be warm usually in the afternoon and those bear about three o'clock you know they like no kidding. They'd be up there doing a backstroke in some of those ponds. You know, the, you'd see. I mean, it was very regular. So, if a guy killed his elk, or if he just decided he wanted a bear, go in, buy him a bear tag, and just set on that pond, in uh, during the warm part of the afternoon. And chances are real good that they would have a, a close-in bow shot, even you know, at a at a bear, black bear, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. Those bear come to water pretty much every day. That's been, again we're talking about fall bear, particularly, but even spring bear, some mm-hmm. uh, in in the western states, is those little back country water holes. You know, whether they were man made or whether they were, you know, they're naturally kind of thing are ideal places. And of course, what you're going to do is to find one and walk around the edges of it and see if there were any bear tracks there and if there were any bear tracks there you do what i'd do is i'd take a little sharp stick or a stick and i'd poke a hole right in the center of that track so when i came back the next day to check to see whether you know there were fresh bear Mm -hmm. tracks there i wouldn't be confused by some of those older tracks that were there but that's an ideal way to hunt i used to hunt that way at the uh on the to ranch uh, there in northeastern new mexico right on the not far from the texas border and just south of the the colorado border and i've found a little water hole back in there that's kind of back into that mm-hmm. uh johnson mason i've had as many as eight different bear come to that same water hole in one afternoon so it's it's a great way to uh to uh to, to hunt bear particularly in the states in those areas where you're not allowed to bait anymore but in canada you know like, as we mentioned one of the great ways to start up there is get in touch with the the tourism department and they, they've got a listing almost always, or the Guide and Outfitters Association, and they've always got a listing of who all oh, the people are that, that are registered guides and outfitters, along with some of their information. And it's, it's uh, you know, you go to the website, but, you know, to me, going to the website and all those kind of things is great, but then I always want to talk to somebody or talk to somebody that's hunting in those areas that uh, that they've been before. And I know you've kind of done some of that with with the fishing in the well, I've been up there to fish a little bit during bear season, but I was always there. Primary reason to uh, to go up there is because of bear. Now, if you cross borders uh, and from the U.S. into Canada, you're going to if you take your own gun. If you need, to you take your own bow or crossbow. You, you really don't need a whole lot of paperwork at all. But mm-hmm. if you take your gun across, you have to take that gun and register it at, at a local U.S. customs office that you can generally find it. At a, a, a international airport, and it's called a, a form four four five seven, which essentially just states that that gun is yours, and that when you bring it out of the U.S. and bring it back in, that it, it is actually your gun. So, you know, it's just it takes a little paperwork, but uh, and then two, if you drive, you know, that's one thing. If you fly, it, there, there's a company that I've worked with over the years, a bunch based out of San Antonio called Travel with Guns, or uh, uh, and you can Google that that travel with guns travel agency and those folks need to know the rules and the regulations not only of, of, of the firearms carrying firearms across international borders but they're the absolute best I've ever dealt with as far as booking plane tickets but uh, yeah, spring bear can come, it does come to an absolutely perfect time and it, it can be so much fun to hunt even if, if you're hitting on a bear bait Mosquitoes might be around for a little bit, but uh, I tell you what, when you sit there and you, you you don't really hear the bear come in, and you look up, my gosh, here's a big old bear.
1: Yeah, yeah. and uh,
0: it, it it can be pretty exciting.
1: Oh, I can I can. See. You know, I've never hunted spring bear. Uh, but up there in Colorado, I guess it's, it's a good bit like that, Larry, you know, you're, you're sitting on a spot where you, you rather than bait, you know, you've got water to attract them. So it's, it's a little bit like, I guess, hunting over bait. Uh, but no, the, the springtime, um, I've, I've, I think I've got a pretty good idea how it works. You know, the, the outfitter, he's already, he's got the bears. They know where the food is already before you get there. So you know the the hard part is done, the patterning, and you just right. kind of you just kind of set tight, don't you? And and uh, the, I guess the main thing, uh, you know, the bear up in in the Rockies that the, the black bear that we hunted, you know, I mean, I'd honestly, if you put them on a scale, I'd say the average one might weigh, I don't know, Larry, 160 pounds, maybe. But you know, they were we had some 300 pound bear too, but. Uh, Two hundred pounds. If they, if you really weigh them, I would dare say that would probably be pretty close to an average. These bear up here, up in uh, Canada, uh, much bigger though, aren't they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you know you can be. And, and we're talking about sitting on a bait or sitting on a water hole and yet people have to realize that bears have an absolutely fantastic sense of smell We're very very close as far as i'm concerned to hogs and one of the things that i've always done is the since we've had the product is TRHB outdoors and scent guardian and just spray down all my clothes my hat my gloves my boots and uh, I'll tell you what, it'll just about make you not only invisible; it'll make you <laughs> invisible to to a bear's nose. Now, the, the the bear baiting is. I know that you hunt hogs over bait quite a bit, and it's very, very similar when you get right down to it.
1: Yes, sir. I bet it is. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, it's hard to talk to me very long without the subject drifting <laughs> over to a wild hog, but it's something I love to do, and I, it it's it's really like a chess game. Here close to the house, there's a there's a spot that you know where it's at. It's it's a long easement, about sixty foot wide, full of cover, and it's north and south. It runs north and south, so you have to be careful when you're baiting. I I used to have to be careful. Let's put it that way. Uh, the hogs, they're pulled in out of the bottoms, and there's tons of wild hogs in this area. Well. You know, you could, on the north wind, you had to be careful, you know, where you were hunted, or a south wind oh, yeah. to set up. I've started, you know, well, over a year ago, started using this. uh Well, it's not a commercial. It's a fact. TRHP was the official name was Texas Raised Hunting Products. But com. it's called Scent Guardian. This stuff, you spray bottom of your boots when you're walking in and spray down with it. Honestly, I've had a five or ten mile an hour wind blowing from right to right the to the, the game, hogs, yeah. yeah, and yeah. and uh, and and got away with it. At first, I was very very dubious of anything that could do that, but now you know, I, I I just set up where the best place to set up is now and spray down well, Larry. You know,
0: yeah, that that to me is one of the beauties of it. it like I said, bears and, and hogs both. Yeah thickly pressured hogs. I'll tell you what, you talk about having a sense of smell you that bet. puts a white-tailed deer or any other animal to shame, that's truly it, but again, if somebody's ever hunted bear, I know that they'd love to hunt wild hogs, and if they hunted wild hogs, I'll tell you what, I know that you'd truly enjoy oh. hunting bear up there in the springtime. You, you haven't, you've experienced kind of what it's like there in the fall, but uh too, most of those bears, particularly across the country, are black, you know, they're mm-hmm. color phased bears of all different colors and, and uh you find those primarily throughout some of the western states and I got a feeling I know that there's some huge chocolate colored and odd colored bears up there in, in uh, Saskatchewan and I uh, and I cannot wait to get up there. I'm not sure you'll be able to do it this year, but when we'll go up there on the fishing trip in July much of my conversation with the outfitter is going to be about black bear for the spring of 2023. Yes, so sir. I, I, like I, it. It, I know there's some monster bear, and I've taken some really big bear, and in, in, including uh, you know, the biggest ever shot was 563 Ooh. pounds. It came on scales. It came off the Mescalera Apache Reservation. I'm sorry, the uh, White Mountain Apache Reservation down in Arizona. Man. And, uh, so I know there's some big bear there, and I've taken some big black bear. Colored, but I really want a big odd-colored bear. And you know, Saskatchewan and some of those other western provinces are ideal places to look for those kind of bear.
1: Well, I tell you that, uh, Mr. Trevor Montgomery. There, anyone interested in hunting this? It, he's just opened this up. Uh, it's 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 not been hunted yet, but I'm I'm fired up. I think you will be too. Uh, T a z i n Lake dot com tas Tess, lake lodge you can google that and uh, get a hold of trevor and, and talk to him uh but that's that's an opportunity that i'm aware of that's uh well it's been a long time since 2005 larry you know it <laughs> it's is. a lot of mature <laughs> bears well buddy i tell you what i'm i'm looking forward to our next visit with all of our friends here on on sporting classics uh i enjoy doing this with you we've been doing it a while now and uh gosh, there's, there's no end to topics, uh, hunting and fishing, that we can discuss with our folks and you know, our friends, right?
0: You're exactly right. If somebody would like to hear us talk about something in particular, they can just get in touch with Sporting Classics daily and leave a comment, and it'll get to us. And we'll do our best to, 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 to cover the topics that they're interested in.